Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, a certified financial planner and founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast. And also, subscribing to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Let the financial fun begin. One of my mentors, Tony Robbins, who is a business expert, author, and speaker, says, don't let disappointment destroy you, let it drive you. And over the years in my career, I've had tens of thousands of financial conversations with people about their money, their life, their whole career situation. And oftentimes I have people tell me that they wish they were further along. They wish they would have started their financial planning journey earlier. And in fact, in some cases, they even say, Josh, we wish we would have talked to you and come seen you five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, because we probably would have made some different decisions and we'd be a lot further along than we are right now. And as Tony says, don't let disappointment destroy you, let it drive you and make some different decisions going forward. But one of the observations that I've had in speaking with a lot of different people over the years, especially with people that are maybe further along in their life, maybe in their 80s, 90s, even beyond that, is that they have a lot better perspective than those of us who are younger because they understand that they're towards the end of their life. Most of their days and years are gone at this point, and they've already invested those. Those are behind them. So one of the observations that I've made in those conversations is that the worst possible trade that we will ever make is trading time for money. That is the worst possible trade because time is the one thing we can never get back once it's gone. Now, we might get lucky and have some years beyond that. Maybe we'll make it into our 80s, 90s, maybe even hundreds, and there's all kinds of great medical advancements, and hopefully people will take care of themselves well enough that they'll make it to later years, especially if they can be healthy and of sound mind. I think a lot of people would prefer to be around. I remember my grandma, she passed away a number of years ago, but one of the things that she said, she knew she was, you know, towards the end of her life, and uh, you know she had some heart failure and stuff going on. But she said, you know what? One of the reasons I want to be around is I want to see what happens. Um, you know, she didn't want to kind of miss out. In other words, in fact, she was actually reading the Harry Potter books at the time, and she never got to finish them. The books were never done by the time that she passed away. But she's in heaven right now, and I'm sure they have the books there, and she knows what happened in the end. So. You know, it's really that time perspective that helps us make better decisions along the way. And Steve Jobs, who, you know, inarguably was one of the most successful tech entrepreneurs of all time, co-founder of Apple. Steve Jobs died at age 56. He said that remembering that he was going to die because he knew he was going to die for a while. He had pancreatic cancer and had fought that battle for a number of years. But he said that remembering that he was going to die was one of the key things that drove him. So I think that's instructive for all of us to really be thinking about that in terms of how are we investing our time? And are we making investments in things that free up our time, knowing 
knowing that that is the one thing that we can never get back once it's gone. Time is pretty valuable. And I think when you're little, you know, if you think back to when you were a kid, it seemed like you had all the time in the world. It seemed like your life had so many years, decades ahead of you. And that was true, right? In most cases, people had a long life ahead of them. But really being age 45, almost 46 now, I'm kind of, you know, towards that midway point. And so it's something that I've been thinking about as well, as far as how am I investing my own time? Am I putting my time, which is finite, and we all have finite amount of time, but is that something that I'm investing it well and investing it purposefully in the things that are going to really make a difference and that I'll be able to look back on someday and know that I invested my time well. So it's something to be thinking about as far as how we're investing our time and does it make sense to actually do the activity that we're doing. Now, for a lot of us, we started out with very little, and that's why sometimes people trade off time for money in not a very good way because when we start out, we really don't have a whole lot of money. And so we do a lot of stuff just because we have to. You can't really afford to hire people to do anything. In other words, you might be changing your own oil. I did that. That was uh, something I didn't really enjoy doing, but you just had to. It was a lot cheaper to do that. Uh, Riding your bike when you can, uh, certainly cleaning your own place. So there are a lot of things that as you get further along, you figure out that you could afford to do, but sometimes we just keep doing them because we're so used to it. And maybe we're that millionaire next door that was so good at putting money away. We really don't want to spend it. So let's think about this in terms of hiring other people to do stuff. We can't do it all. We've got a certain amount of time. So what if we were to hire other people to do stuff? And so I apply a few different filters to that for myself and wanted to share that with you as far as figuring out what to delegate, what to hire other people to do, and what to retain myself. So number one, you just don't enjoy it. Whatever it is, there's something else that you would rather be doing and somebody that you'd rather be spending time with than doing whatever that particular task or chore is. Now that could be in your business. If you own a business, it also could be personal, like cleaning your house. For example, I think we all probably cleaned our own place at the beginning because we could not afford to hire other people. In fact, we might have been cleaning other people's houses to make money. But as we get further along, we might figure out that we could actually invest that money, hire some other people to do some things like cleaning our house, and we can go for a hike in the mountains or leave for the weekend instead of sitting there and cleaning the whole time. So it might just be something you don't enjoy. Now, for some of you, you might love cleaning. It might be your thing. You just get some personal satisfaction out of it. So that's great. That filter does not apply to you because you might enjoy it. Filter number two then is that you're just not good at it and you're not willing to invest the time to get good at it. Or maybe somebody else could just do it better. In other words, you start to recognize that, yeah, I could do it, but maybe somebody else would do a better job at this, like hiring somebody to finish your basement. I know that I could probably figure that out. I'm not the handiest person in the world, but I probably could figure it out, spend enough time and finish my basement, or I could hire a contractor that would probably do a better job at it than I would. So another example would be hiring a CPA, hiring somebody to do your taxes. And especially if you've got a more complicated tax situation, if you've got a higher income, if you've got a business, rental properties, property in multiple states, things like that, it just starts to get complicated. During my early years, I just used TurboTax or way back, I went to H&R Block and sat with the person and they did it for me. The reality is, is that my situation got a lot more complicated as time went on. Running a business and having a lot of different moving parts, it made sense to hire a CPA. Now, I'm a certified financial planner and tax is a pretty big portion of that curriculum. But the reality is, is I don't want to do it. I'm not good at it. 
somebody else is better at it. So I'd rather hire somebody else to do my taxes and be there as a sounding board, as an advisor. And every penny I pay my CPA is worth it. So that's one thing that I've decided to delegate and hire somebody else to do. And then finally, filter number three is just recognizing the finite time that we have. We all have the same 168 hours each week and we're asleep for a bunch of them, right? If we sleep eight hours a day, that means that we are left with 112 hours. And if we're working 40 of those or more, you start to narrow that down. You really don't have that much extra time then to be investing in the things that you want to do. And so we need to choose really wisely how we invest that time. So recognizing the finiteness of time and just knowing that that the clock is ticking. And I don't mean that in a scary, morbid way, but sometimes we need to be a little bit scared just to make better choices. And sometimes just looking at it from that perspective and starting to think about ourselves being five years old or 10 years old or 20 years older, and what age we'll be at that point, where we'll be in our lives, how old our kids will be, how old our parents will be, it definitely can lead to some different decisions. And so really just thinking about things from the perspective that we don't have all the time in the world. We wish we did, of course, and we would probably kind of do everything, right? Uh, So that's the hard part is making those decisions and then making some good choices as far as how we're investing that time and what we decide to spend our time at. Trading time for money is the worst possible trade. Again, time is the one thing that you can never get back once it's gone. So to sum up, trading time for money is the worst possible trade. You probably thought this podcast was going to be about financial trading. The reality is, is that time trading is actually far more important in the long run. So recognizing that time is the one thing that you can never get back once it's gone. So apply those filters to yourself and really do some thinking time on this as far as when you hire people to do stuff and are you retaining some things that you probably shouldn't be. Number two is that you're not good at it and you're not willing to invest the time to get good at it. And again, maybe somebody else can actually do it better than you can. And then number three is just recognizing that you've got a finite amount of time, 168 hours each week, not all of those waking and recognizing that how I invest my time is going to be how I look at my life someday in our twilight years. In other words, I'll be there too in the 70s, 80s, 90s or beyond. We'll be looking back at our life and we'll be thinking about how we invested our time. Mark Twain said that 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the things you did do. So throw off the bowlines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream and discover. What Mark Twain meant by that is that really, when you look at things from a backward perspective, think about yourself 20 years into the future, really, where would you have wanted to spend that time? What would have just thrilled you to be able to look back at and know that you did? Don't let disappointment destroy you. Let it drive you. Tony Robbins again said that. Don't wish things were different. Take massive action today to make better trades when it comes to time and money. You might be applying this filter to how you're doing your own financial planning. Maybe you're somebody who has been doing your own thing. You've been self-directing your investments, your financial planning along the way, and you find now that you just don't enjoy it as much, or maybe you just don't have the time. And oftentimes that is what happens is that people start their careers, they're good savers, investors, they put money away, and they figure out that along the way, gosh, I'm just busy now. I'm married and kids and career and all kinds of stuff going on. I just don't have the time to invest in this anymore. 
So it may be something that you might enjoy, but you just don't have time to do it anymore and somebody else could do it better. So with regard to Keystone Financial Services, we want to fill that role. We're a fiduciary, and that means that we have a legal obligation to give you advice that's in your best interest. We want to be there and be in that role that you can really trust your advisor and you know that there's somebody that's looking out for you and what you want and what's important to you and your family. So with regard to these filters, be thinking about that as far as yourself, but also be thinking about that regarding any coworkers or friends or family people that really need somebody like us. And we're pretty good at what we do. We actually are pretty good, not only from an experience standpoint, but we've got two certified financial planners on the team, adding more over time, many, many years of financial experience that really can help guide you to where it is that you want to be. As we wrap up here, I also want to make sure that you know as far as how we grow, and we're growing a lot here on the Wiser Financial Advisor, is by you clicking subscribe. That's really important, actually. So please click on whatever podcast service you enjoy. Maybe it's Spotify or Pandora, Apple, Google. We're on all of them. So click subscribe on whichever service is your favorite. You'll also get updates that way when new episodes come out. We do them weekly, typically. And also, it's an opportunity for you to pass on the podcast other people that you care about and you think that this would be helpful for. It could be specific episodes that could be topical. There could be just areas that maybe, hey, my kid needs to hear this or my coworker needs to hear this or I want to share this with my spouse. Just share this out to as many people that you think would find this helpful and interesting and impactful on their life. That's really why we're here on the Wiser Financial Advisor to really be the antidote to all the craziness out there in the financial world. There's just too much information to digest and apply to your own life. So that's why we're here. And of course, here at Keystone Financial Services as a financial planning firm, we want to be here to help you on an individual basis. With that, I hope you have a wonderful week. And God bless. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors.